Hey guys, producer Darren here. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast today. We are starting something new on this podcast feed. Cindy has a TV show. It's called Cindy Stewart Live. And we're going to be playing the audio versions of those episodes on Saturdays. They'll be released. You guys can check them out. It'll be a different graphic, but the same feed. So be looking for Cindy Stewart Live episodes on this feed. You can also check them out on YouTube. Check out Cindy Stewart on YouTube and subscribe and get all the live videos there as well. Enjoy the episode. You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. (laughs) Hey guys, producer Darren here. Before we get into the podcast, I wanted to give you a quick announcement about a two-day intensive that Cindy is hosting in Tampa, Florida on September 16th and 17th. Are you an entrepreneur who is looking for spiritual and professional guidance from an experienced faith-based coach? Are you ready to take your business to the next level, but aren't sure where to start? Do you have big goals, but need help developing a strategic plan? This class could be the catalyst for a lifestyle shift that will affect every area of your life, including your family, your business, and most importantly, increasing your experience of oneness with God. Spots for this event are limited and early bird pricing starts June 1st. You'll want to go to cindy-stewart.com to get more information and get registered for this event today. Welcome to the Cindy Stewart Podcast, a source for encouragement as you learn to discover God's dream for your life. With a passion to help you on your journey, Here is your host, Cindy Stewart. Hi, I'm Cindy Stewart, and welcome to my first episode of my new show, Cindy Stewart Live. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm excited about our journey together. Each week, we're going to go after God's best for us. That's what God has. He has his best for us. And we'll discover where God is moving and how can we partner with him to join the movement. I'm going to have some dynamic people that are really risking it all in order to follow God and be a kingdom maker for this time and season. So I'm excited. And as they share their journey, you will be encouraged, but you'll be challenged and empowered by what they have to share. Today, I've got an exciting message for you. God has given me a prophetic word about new assignments he's releasing, and that's what I want to talk about. And at the end of the show, I want to prophesy over you and release new assignments because they are happening right now. It's so funny to see God activate us in something that we've longed for and probably at times thought it wasn't ever going to happen, but God is doing it now there are new assignments exploding everywhere. And I'm gonna start by sharing a little testimony with you. So about 20 years ago, I had this desire to have a TV show. Now this is 20 years ago, and my mentor, someone that I trusted and and really shared the, the details of my heart and my desires, told me, you are too old. And you know, there was a little bit about that that made me put that dream up on a shelf, I thought, Am I really too old? Now think about this, this is 20 years ago. 
And even while I was writing my book, God's Dream for Your Life, it's so funny, I challenged my readers to have a hundred dreams. Do you have a hundred dreams for your life? You can go on my website, cindy-stewart.com, and there is a free dream worksheet that you could start working on your dreams. And as I began to unfold the dreams that were burning inside of me, I realized that TV show was still in me. I really wanted to have a TV show. And I kept getting prophetic words. I see you on TV. I see you having your own show. But that little lie in the back of my mind was still hanging on. You're too old to do that. What's well, funny, last fall, I received a prophetic word that like broke everything open for me. And that's what I'm going to release over you this afternoon. Just a word that will break everything open for you. And it was a word about new assignments. And they said to me, and I'm just going to read it to you because as I read it, your desire may not be a TV show, but everybody has a passion. Everybody has a dream that's burning inside of them. And as I read this prophetic word that I received, I want you to grab a hold of it and say, you know, Lord, I may not want a TV show, but this is what I'm passionate about. This is what I'm dreaming about, because this is the season where you're going to be moved in to your new assignment that will fulfill the dreams of your heart. So here's the word I received. It said, they said to me, Pastor Cindy, there's a new assignment, a new assignment. There's an apostolic and prophetic remnant that God has called you to that literally is going to take to the airways. I see God opening doors for studio time, airtime of all kinds of media, social media, Christian TV, very specific. It's going to go out over the airways. It's a strategic assignment for this region and for this nation. So what is interesting, in that same time period, I met Adnan, who is the station manager at CTN Houston, and he says, Dr. Cindy, would you like to come do a TV show? Boom, there's God, 20 years later, saying, I have not forgotten the dream that you've had in your heart, and I am opening up that door for your dream to come alive. Just as God activated my new assignment, He is activating new assignments in you. And some of you may already be walking in those. So like I said, at the end of the show, we're going to have a few minutes just to activate those open doors, prophesy the word of the Lord that His promise is yes and amen, and open up those wells so that you can walk in this new assignment that He has so that you can move forward. And I want you to know, guys, these new assignments are for a strategic time in this season. We're taking on new assignments that are outside of our comfort zone. This is outside of my comfort zone. Believe it. It is outside of my comfort zone. But we're taking on new assignments that are outside of our comfort zone because God has breakthroughs for the kingdom right now. And he needs every one of us to say, you know, God, this is uncomfortable. This is unfamiliar, but I want it. And I want to make a difference in the kingdom. And I want to be the person that you use to carry that breaker anointing for my family, for my friends, for my business, for everywhere I have influence. So that's, that's my word for you today. But I want to dig into the word of God a little bit so we can take what the word of God says. And we know that when we declare the word of God, it's activated for us because God is ready to fulfill his word. 
So we're going to dig in a little bit, and we're going to start with Habakkuk 2, 2 and 3. And it says, The Lord answered to me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets. So when you get a word from the Lord, or you're prophesied over, or you have a dream, the first thing you need to do is write it down. Because when you write it down, there's something about taking it out of your heart and writing it on a piece of paper or on your computer that makes it real. It makes it tangible. It makes it something that you can prophesy over and declare over. Because when you see the vision written, the word goes on to say that he who uh, he may run who reads it for the vision is yet for an appointed time. And it says, but it will surely come. It will not tarry. We're in a non-tarry moment right now. We're in the it's coming right now. So first thing you do is just write it down and go ahead and write down as many dreams as you want because God will breathe and activate the ones that are supposed to start. Then as we write it down, we begin to declare it. Job 22:28 says, you will also declare a thing and it will be established for you. This way your light will shine on your way. So when we declare something, God establishes it for us and it creates the light of Christ that we uh, release as we go. So we write it down, we declare, so we're in agreement with what God is saying. Then we watch over the word because God says that when we steward our word well, it says that God will overrun, overtake, and destroy the works of the enemy. In Deuteronomy 28, 7, it says, The Lord will cause your enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before you. They shall come against you in one way, but they will flee in seven ways. So God will rise up and protect that word that you're believing for, that you're stewarding, that you're agreeing with him for. And lastly, we prepare ourselves to be a weapon for God. To, that he uses us to tear down the evil and build up his kingdom. So when we step in this new assignment, God uses us as a weapon so that whatever's evil coming against the kingdom, we are sent in to tear it down. And it's funny because it doesn't mean that we're going into a warfare mode or it doesn't mean that, you know, it's, it's something that's out of our norm. When we align with what God's called us to do, then that makes us a weapon because we're representing his word and his anointing and his calling on our lives. So we become a lethal weapon in business in our families, we become a lethal weapon in our communities, in our schools. Think about it. Think about what's going on around you and, and just ask God to highlight how he's using you as a lethal weapon against it. You know, so many times we think, uh, it doesn't matter what I do. You know, I don't, I don't really carry much. I don't, I'm not a big name, but that's not true. Every person who agrees with what God's called him to do is a weapon against the enemy's attack against the kingdom. Now think about that. Everything that you do that represents Christ defeats the enemy before you. 
And God will cause the enemy, it says, to flee in seven ways. It will be running all over the place trying to get out of your way. So are you ready to be in the fight? And the fight is carrying your new assignment and letting God activate it for you. I am. I know I'm very excited about this. We're in a season of signs, wonders, and miracles. And not everything is in a stadium. Really, that's a small portion. Everything is in households and in neighborhoods and in businesses. That's where the effective work of God is really there diligently every day, changing the atmosphere for the kingdom of God. So let me just read. We're going to read Acts 4, 29, 31. And this is part of this new assignment. It says, And now, Lord, look upon their threats and grant to your servants. So just say that of yourself. Grant to me, Lord, the ability to spread your word with boldness while you stretch out your hand to heal and signs and wonders are performed through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. So God is equipping us. He is pouring into us the ability to not only share who Jesus is with others, but also as we share, we bring healing signs and wonders that follow. That's, that's powerful. That is a powerful word from God. And we're going to see increase of threats and opposition. I mean, we're seeing it right now. But the good news is our hands are the pushback against that. Our voice, what we declare, we declare that nothing in, in the enemy's arsenal will affect our region, will affect our family. We're declaring that every child that's gone astray is going to come back because that's what the word says. And when we agree with God's word, it says that he performs the work of his word for us. So it takes agreement in our hearts in order to see the breakthrough in our lives. So good. God is so good to us. I have like a zillion testimonies and I'm going to share some as we go, but uh, here's a few that we've seen and it really is a move of God. We are seeing a move of God with new assignments. We're seeing a move of God in financial breakthroughs. And part of that is remembering that when we declare the word, the word says that there may be famine all around, but God provides for his people. So there may be financial constraints right now. We may have economic pressures right now, but God's word says that he provides for us. We've seen houses being paid off. I know two people that really didn't have that means to have their houses paid off and God just multiplied their finances, gave them opportunities to make more money and suddenly they were able to pay their house off. I saw one person that should have lost their job. They ended up getting multiple increases and back pay and vacation and all these other things because God takes care of his people. That's his job. You know, I trust me to do what God's called me to do, but I trust God to do his job. And he's really good at his job. That's what I always say. He is really good at his job. Uh, we've seen things that have been delayed come forward immediately. And I, we're going to release that delay at anointing because I have had, and I'm just going to tell you this one. I went and ordered a couch. And this sounds trivial, but it's important to God. I ordered a couch in August. They said it would be 
a whole eight months before it came. And I walked out of that place. I went ahead and ordered it. I told God, I said, that's not going to work for me. I need a couch. I, I need somewhere for my family to sit. I had that couch in three weeks. They called and said, would you like it now? I'm like, absolutely. Well, I shared that testimony with one of my girlfriends. She'd been waiting for seven months for her couch, seven months. And when she said, okay, Lord, I'm putting a claim on that anointing. There's obviously an anointing for delayed things being released. When she did, she sent me a text and said, I just want you to know after seven months waiting, my couch is on its way. So if you're, if you've got a delay, whether it's a delay in a raise, a delay in finding the job that you want, something else is delayed. I want you to say, I've heard the testimony, Lord, that you're releasing things that are delayed. So I am putting a demand on that testimony. Do it for me, Lord, because if he does it for me, he does it for my girlfriend over couches. Amazing what he'll do for you over your finances, over your children. If there's a delayed kid coming home, a prodigal that needs to come home, call him in because this is the season. No more delay releases on its way. Uh, the other thing we've seen is uh, a shift in favor. And I don't know, you. some of you guys have probably noticed that too, where all of a sudden you have this favor where people are making a way for you and you're thinking, I don't even know them, but they're making a way for you to uh, get ahead, to advance. Uh, we're seeing a real shift of favor. So what, what I'm talking about now, you can have access to. You don't have to say, well, God's doing it for her. No, God's no respecter of persons. If he does it for me, he'll do it for you. And what we have to realize is sometimes we want God to answer our prayers in a very specific way. So I've asked for X, and I want him to do it this specific way. And if we will just say, God, we're declaring breakthrough, we're declaring delays released, we're declaring jobs fulfilled, and I trust you to do it the best way possible, and whatever your best is, I'll accept it, then you'll see more and more breakthroughs come your way. I, I, I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen to myself. I love to tell God how to do stuff. I just do. Uh, because I think he needs my help. And I have lots of suggestions for him. But you know, when I just breathe and say, come on, God, you, you just show up and do what you need to do. I am so abundantly surprised. And I think, God, my asking was way too small. Because the way you showed up, the way you did what you did was much bigger than what I even asked for. So no, that God is for you and he wants you to open up your hearts, open up your minds and receive his best for you. Oh, I'm so excited. So I want to talk about one other thing before I prophesy over you. I want to talk about the different avenues of new assignments. And I'm going to talk about Elisha a little bit. And you may be familiar with him. He's the one who brought down the gods of Baal. He, he destroyed all of them. But it's interesting, he was living the life by the creek, being fed by the ravens. And then the creek dried up. Sometimes when we're in a situation where we're comfortable, that dries up because it's time for us to move on. And the Lord told Elijah, 
I'm going to send you to the widow. And he's going to send him to the widow to get a provision where there is no provision. And of course, Elijah doesn't know that. So sometimes you're sent to activate someone else's assignment, but you must step into it. So 1 Kings 17, and we'll just read a couple out of this. It says, the word of the Lord came to Elisha and said, arise and go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow to provide for you. And as he rose and went to Zarephath, when he got to the city gate, the widow was gathering sticks and he called to her and he said, please bring me a little water that I may have a drink. No problem. She can get the water. But then he said, bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. And she said, as the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread and only a handful of flour in the bin and a little oil in the jar. And see, I've gathered a couple of sticks so that I can go in and prepare for myself and my son. Listen, listen to her vision for her future, that they may eat and die. That's all she had. So God sent Elisha to be provided for by a widow who had nothing to give him. And he said to her, don't fear. Please do not fear. We got to break any fear off of us. Go and do as you said, but make me a small cake first and bring it to me. And afterward, make some for yourself and your son. For thus says the Lord God of Israel, the bin of flour shall not be used up, nor shall the jar of oil run dry until the day of the Lord sends the rain. So she did according to what Elijah said, and her household ate and was provided for. The flour wasn't used up, the oil did not run dry. So Elisha was the one who activated her in a new assignment, which brought provision to her household. She could take care of him and she could take care of herself and her son. Sometimes God is calling us to do something where we have no provision for it. We have no vision for it. We have no word for it. And we're fearful at the even the very thought of it. I remember hearing a testimony of someone had given a prophetic word that says, you're going to sing and play the piano. And she started laughing and she says, I don't sing or play the piano. He said, no, you misunderstood the prophetic word. The Lord is saying you are going to do this. A little over a year later, she came back and sure enough, she began to sing and play the piano. So sometimes God is calling us to do something that we don't even have a skill for. But if God's put a calling on it, then he'll put a provision for it. And we don't have to worry about how we're going to do it. The only thing we have to worry about is our yes. And it's not like, yes, God, that's great. And just stop there. It's yes, God, that's great. Show me where to step. Show me how to step into this because if you're saying that this is it, then it's it. And I'm going to go after it. I'm going to do what you've called me to do. So it's interesting when we talk about delayed assignments, um, and I'm not going to read all the way through this, but Elisha was supposed to anoint Jehu as king a little couple chapters later, but he didn't. He didn't obey the Lord in that. 
So Jehu went without being king for a long period of time and Ahab stayed the king. So that delayed assignment brought pain and suffering to other people. So when we don't obey the assignment God gives us, there is an effect on other people because God has given us an assignment to make a change. And when we make a change, when we change, other people around us benefit. And if we don't step into the assignment, then other people are having delayed assignments because we've delayed our assignment. So we're creating a domino effect of them, their assignment being delayed too. Are you getting that? Is there something that God has called you to do that you haven't done? Is there something where you're like, oh yeah, God, well, when you show up with a million dollars and a, you know, a new Porsche, then, then I'll step into it. You know, sometimes we have to step out in our old beat up Chevy in order to step in to the new Porsche that he might have for us. And I know that that's a metaphor. I'm not saying everybody needs to get a new Porsche or dream for that. But what I'm saying is we look at what we have, like the widow looked at what she had. And she said, I have nothing. I have nothing to give you and I'm going to die and my son's going to die. But God looked at what she had and said, there is multiplication available to take care of my prophet so that not only will he have provision, but her household will have provision and she will live. And even Jesus talks about her. He talks about her and just uh, uh, highlights her as something to remember. So remember, when you delay your assignment or saying yes to your assignment or taking that first step in your assignment, then everyone else around you is delayed. And Jehu did eventually become king, Elisha, Elijah's uh, protege, sent someone to anoint him. But even when he became king, he, he, when they anointed him as king and poured oil over him, his friends said, what did the prophet say? And he said, nothing. He said, he's just a babbler. So even Jehu was afraid to step into his new assignment because he knew that if King Ahab found out about it, then he was dead. He was going to be killed. So sometimes there are logical, reasonable reasons we have fear. But what we have to realize is that God's yes over our lives will break anything that the enemy is coming against us. If we will step over what my friend calls from Kentucky, the chicken line, if we'll step over the chicken line into what God has asked us to do, then that fear that surrounds us will slowly begin to dissipate because we will see the goodness of God show up for us. And, and that's the key. We want the provision first, no doubt. I want the provision first. I want God to lay everything out first, and then I'll say yes. But after many years, I've learned that I say yes, I step, and God provides as I go. Uh, it's not like he gives you a million dollars and say, okay, Go travel the world and be a missionary. If you read the scriptures, Paul and them barely had enough money to rub together, but there was always provision for them. So I want to encourage you, and we're going to start activating and, and praying over you now. Right here, I want to activate you in your new assignment. Just like Jehu, when he was anointed with oil to be king, which he was not qualified for, 
and they already had a king, he was terrified. So I just want to break any fear over anyone right now. If you're listening right now and watching and you realize that God's given you a new assignment, but you've been too afraid to step into it, I want to break that fear. Let's just, let's you and I just agree together right now that we command all fear to be broken, that any uncertainty about the assignment will be met with the peace of the Holy Spirit over you. We just declare that there's nothing in the way of you stepping into it. And even though, like the widow, it looked like whatever Elijah was asking for was a total impossibility. But like God, he is the God of the impossible. He turns all things around for the good. So the widow had more than enough to feed her family and to feed Elisha. So we've broken the fear off. And the other thing I want to release is clarity in your assignment. There may be something that you're like not quite sure of. So I'm just going to release the Holy Spirit to give you a vision, a dream, even tonight while you sleep, that you'll have a dream of clarity about your assignment. And that when you wake up, you may not have it point by point, but what you will have is a greater understanding and be able to pray into it, declare it, write it down and step into that, whatever the next step is. I always tell my clients, I do a lot of business work. I always tell my clients, it's one small step at a time. You don't go from here to a hundred quickly. It's one step, then step two, then step three. And next thing you know, you're at a hundred. So I want to encourage you that tonight, tomorrow, God's just going to start depositing clear thoughts within you. And the other thing is I just want to prophesy over you. So let's just agree together. Just put out your hands. You know, I heard a word from Chris Reed that says God's going to preserve his people and we will come out stronger than we have been in years. So I just release the word over you right now in Jesus name, new assignments. And if there's anything else that you're not sure of, you can always direct message me on Facebook or on Instagram because there is a grace from God to complete the assignments that you have been called to do. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you are encouraged. If you would like more content like this, please visit cindy-stewart.com. We'll see you next time.